Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from April the 28th, 1990. I'm sitting here with Doc and Harper, who is back in the saddle. He's got electricity, which is a great thing. And Doc's in a pissy mood, so I'll throw it to him first. How you doing, man? Um, the good news is, is that I'm Stephen A. and you're Max Kellerman. Da-da-da, Negative, brother. I, I'm Linda Cohn. <laughs> hey, I just want to... I, I, no, I'm doing all right, and here's why, man. I think we need to bring everybody in. I mean, not a bad first week of football here in the NFL for everybody involved, right? Yeah. Is that the lie you tell yourself? Hey, hey, we'd, we would have beat 28 or 29 of the teams in the NFL with that performance. They should have won. Playoff, Bubba. <laughs> we should have won if we had a kicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. The guy missed the fucking. He missed four points. Right. And we yeah. lost by how many? Was it three? Right. A bad what an kicker. Asshole. A bad kicker in the NFL will cost you multiple games a season. Oh, yeah. The games well, are and too I didn't, close. And here's the thing. I got no love for a kicker unless you're like Vanderjack or or Vinatieri. That dude on our side should have been cut. He should have he should have had to find his own way back from Tampa. <laughs> We're going back to Dallas. Don't know where you're going, pal. Now, let's let's also get Greg Zerline for everybody out there. Greg the Leg, as he likes to be called. Um, but let's talk about this. Crab legs went out there and threw five touchdowns and y'all beat the dirty Aaron <laughs> Rodgers led Packers. That was phenomenal. Was it not? You got damn right. It was. That's right. Doc, I mean, were you, did you stop cleaning up debris long enough to watch the game? Harper? Well, I saw it. Yeah. I, I went, it was 17 to three. I'm like, watch. They're going to go in the locker room. They're going to make the adjustments. Then it's going to be 17, 10. It's going to be 17-17, and the Saints are going to lose like 31-24. Watch. But, well, and here's here's the other thing. I'm so down on 1990 WCW, I'm ready to turn this entire show into a week one NFL recap show. <laughs> Let's do that. 
Let's do it, man. I had the NFL ticket up. I watched the red zone for about five straight hours, six, six straight hours. I saw some of every game. I am an expert on the NFL right now. Let's do that. Bro, Saturday, we got the Hulu Plus, which has everything. I sat there from 11 o'clock in the morning to like 1.30 in the fucking morning and watched nothing but college football. Wasn't it great? It's I fucking mean, great. The last couple of weeks, you've had to worry about like living in another state and hurricanes and coronavirus and bullshit. Fuck, I like sitting at my aunt's house. That was fucking awesome. Well, in Texas, is, it seems like it treated you pretty well. I mean, yeah, did those the, socks hold up? Oh, yeah. The fucking 99 cent stores are fucking bad. Those, bro, those are awesome. I wish we had those. You should move, you should move to Texas. I should. You can shoot people here, you know? That's, come on, Mike. <laughs> I meant with ropes. Oh. <laughs> I think you could... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got some... Uh, my cousin gave me some uh, gilly shit. Oh, that's... I, hey, is that worth anything? No. He said okay. it's not. Just the memories. I, He's like, yeah. that's why I get... He said, that's why I'm giving it to you. Pretty much. I got the cans, like the gilly uh, beer cans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got one of those, and... He gave me three shot glasses. That's pretty cool. One side says Gillies and the other one says, uh, who was the other country? What was his name? Johnny Lee. Johnny Lee. Yes, it's uh, Johnny Lee. Living on the wrong places. That's why cowboys have shit in their mustaches. Why? Because they're looking for love in all the wrong places. Circle, circle, dot, dot, okay. <laughs> always, always comes back to that natural immunity, you know. Mm. Uh, I, and just one other thing. I just want to say, uh, just go out here, and I want to encourage everybody in the Army. You know, recently, Blassie and I did the uh, COVID update episode. But, you know, he said something that, regardless of your stance on anything that we talked about medically, I think is a good n- move for everybody to do. Uh, I started working out again. I'd hurt my knees, so I started running again. And uh, I've dropped three pounds in the last week. And That's good. Uh, Harper, uh, you know, you probably have some pounds to lose because. Yeah, yeah. I got a fuckload of pounds to lose. Yeah, and, and and that's what one of the things that Blassie said we should all do is get get in shape. Well, thanks, Captain Obvious. What the <laughs> fuck? Right. He's a medical doctor, though. What's he going to tell me? I should make more fucking money? The fuck? <laughs> Why you got to, Harper, <laughs> on this show, we follow the science. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Leave it to Harper. <laughs> so I want everybody in the Army, hey, this is serious. We want y'all taking good care of yourself so that we can get that patron money. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. That's nice, Doc. So, Harper, what was the best college game that you saw all weekend? Uh, was it LSU all over McNeese or no, no, uh, I watched, uh, A&M in Colorado. That was uh, not good. Yeah. I, well, if it was close, I watched it. Uh, and is, is half pint alive, Mike? Yeah. Cause he picked the, well, I don't want to give away what he picked because that was, you know, on a Patreon show, but let's just say his hometown of, team and his hometown college team both dropped games this weekend yeah there you go 
wasn't just that, man. The Titans looked bad. They looked bad. No. Hey, the Bills looked bad, too. I'm a little nah, worried about that. I'm not going there because Pittsburgh's oh, yeah. a good team. But I don't know. You never know. Arizona, the Cardinals might end up being decent. They they do have some talent there. So, but it was just how it was just how they played. You know, they didn't lose by one, two, three. You know, look. Here's the thing, man. In the NFL, if you lose by one score, man, that you're right there. I mean, there's no shame in that. You start losing by multiple scores, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Well, here's the thing, bro. The Saints beat Tampa last year, thirty-eight to three, on Sunday night, and. Well, Tampa ended up winning the Super Bowl, so there's that. But the point being, can I not have that, my joy? Can I not have my joy for a week, dude? Your team lost. What are you talking about? Yeah, but but I also like hating on other people's teams. Oh, I know you do. I know, and you. There's nobody. You. There's not a team nor a player you hate more than Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers outside no, no, of your division. True. I hate the Eagles more. Well, but that's I why I said outside of your division. But yeah, yeah, yeah he's finish. He's the. Uh, He's the worst individual yeah. in all of sports. Well, let oh, me take I, care of. Oh, go ahead. Also go ahead, got a. Uh, he also gave me an old like nineteen seventy something uh, Houston uh, Oilers coffee mug. Love you, blue. Yeah, dude, uh, the that, Houston that. Oilers helmet is iconic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then we went to this like thrift store that had like good shit in it. And he had like, remember those fucking metal garbage cans from when you were a kid? It was yes. Like, well, it yeah. was a, well. I bought one at the flea market. I bought a Saints one, and and they had an Oilers one in there that had to be as old as I am, if not more. And it and and it was autographed by somebody. But then oh, like, No, it, it said something. I I, I couldn't really read it because it was. So old, but it said like you know, good luck to you, you know, number so and so, you know, you blue, yeah, right. And it was like fifty bucks. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck, am I going to do with this? I get the feeling that the people down there are not big fans of the Texans. They want their Oilers back. Oh, oh, oh god, dude, it's Astros, 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 Astros. Every asshole's wearing the shirt, the hat. <laughs> It's, it's like the Texans don't fucking exist. Well, <laughs> just, just just so the people of Houston know, because we got a lot of Houstonians who listen to this. I know that for a fact because I've chatted with them. Just so you know, when Harper says they got a lot of assholes wearing Oilers stuff, that's actually a term lying. of endearment from, no, uh, from Harper. Yes, it is. Houston, Houston is a terrible place. It's just okay. awful. Sure, right. Just uh-huh. a terrible the sports teams. I mean, when you think about it. Think of the that fucking comeback against the Oilers mm. in the playoffs. You mean the known, right, right, right? They're known for that. The Astros won the World Series. They cheated to get the whole fucking thing. Uh oh, he's really digging shit. in now. Go ahead. I mean, in their basketball team, they had Chris Paul and uh, what's his name from from the uh, Thunder with the beard. Uh, James Harden. Yeah. They got those two, and they drop a fucking turd with their basketball fucking team. I mean, what the fuck? They, they got part of a champion, bro. They do have yeah. two world titles, man. So, I mean, I, you can't. Come on. Yeah, that was hey, fucking. Hey, nobody loves. Nobody. The only reason they got it is because fucking Jordan <laughs> took a fucking sabbatical. Boy, is Chris Zaha is going to love that. I mean, bro. 
Look, you can back on a lot of things that are Houston, but uh, but Elijah one was legit. Oh yeah, I would yeah. say that. Yeah, Elijah one, he was legit. Oh fuck! You know what I just found out? Oh, <laughs> wait. That guy is, is, it, is it a test that it, that you want a negative or not? A no. In those fucking State Farm commercials, the black dude Jake. Yes. Bro, for the longest, I thought he was a football player. And I found out, no, that's that's the new Jake. He looks like Jay Spade. Well, it, because when you first see him, it's with fucking Aaron Rodgers. And I thought, okay, he must play for the Packers with him. No, he just was the no. new Jake. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Did you think that was Devontae Adams? I don't know who he was, but I figured he was to play with the Packers with uh, fucking Aaron Rodgers. Donald you know, Driver. No. Come on. Antonio Freeman. Yeah. Well. Richie, Mike's, not, Mike's Richie like, White. Mike's like, are you done? Are you done yet with your flips not, and your dives and your at, receivers? Not at Harper's getting pissed off all the, the fans from Houston. Oh, man. They like, probably, they they probably, hey, like, look. yeah, they're a bunch of cheaters to Astros. They a bunch of ass. I, I, I said, well, they, I was like, well, I mean, you fucking live here. It's like, I don't care. They fucking cheated. Fuck them. I got a buddy. I got a buddy from high school, Harper. He's a huge Astros fan from back in the day. Cause remember when the Astros used to come on, was it 38 or 26? Back in the yeah. day in New Orleans. They used uh-huh. to air their games there. I mean, because it was the closest major league team. So he, like, you know, fell into a following and when i say aired them there you didn't have to have cable it was a uhf station we got astros games on so he grew up you know an astros fan and he he's like he tells anybody that brings up the cheating thing oh you could take it and stick it jack like he sounds like hogan <laughs> talking about that <laughs> <laughs> you can stick it brother we won that titles we won that title fair and square anyway interesting stuff i don't follow baseball close enough to really have an opinion either way Cheating is cheating, though, right? Hey, right bro, right. look, man, here's right. the thing, bro. If you, ain't cheating, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. On that note, special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, thank you for your generous patron each and every month. A couple of new patrons as well. Dan M., thanks for becoming a Hall of Fame Patreon member. Appreciate it. And Ken H., thanks for becoming a patron. And then a couple of shout-outs. You know, Duck Bozard and Adam Price, every single week, I noticed that they retweet our shows on Twitter. And I hadn't mentioned this in a long time, but I want to mention, hey, if you see us tweet out the show each and every week, retweet it for us. Because nothing helps this show grow more than organic growth and horizontal integration. Right, Doc? Uh, and I would add Mullet and Morton to that. He's down at the, the shoot job just messing everything up. Dude, I can't. I mean, can you imagine what that warehouse must look like? Doesn't he say he's driving a forklift or something? Dude, in a it's got to be a dildo factory. Oh, come on. Or a sex doll factory, maybe? Whatever. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like the fucking robot ones. Wow. <laughs> there was a story on some. It was a legit story from a few years ago. There was a, a robot sex doll that got abused at some thing or something or another and yeah real descriptive story here mike i can't remember abused, i was trying to look up like, the story what define abused yeah soiled like, and abused multiple times are we talking about like a ring rat that gets stuck in the wrong hotel room soiled back at the and abused multiple times it was a display what do you mean? item 
abuse. Like, he, like, mm-hmm. punched it around, or he just used it too much. Well, they beat it up pretty good. It had bruises show up in a black eye, and they, <laughs> Use your and they called the police on them, and, they, you, and a cop showed up, and, like, a damn robot hit me first. <laughs> <laughs> I could see, I could see Cletus saying something like that, too. The damn robot hit me first. <laughs> it turned on me. That <laughs> damn turned on me, man. What am I supposed to do? I mean, here a sec, one second, I'm going in raw and it's feeling toasty, and next second, it swung around and kicked me in the eye. I ain't having that shit, brother. <laughs> so, where is Bozard from? I believe Virginia. We consider that the South still, right? Oh, wait, Carolina. Yeah. Maybe it's North. Maybe it's North Carolina. That's still the South, too. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's a Southerner. He's M- a Southerner. Morton's in the South, and I know Adam Price isn't. We're big in the South. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, Adam, Sparks, they're both in Mississippi. Well, I know he's in. not. I'm, the JV Goon, I don't know if you've ever heard the JV Goon Squad, Harper, but I've done a couple of shows with them now, and they all sound like they just scrabbled out of the backwoods of the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> shazam, shazam. <laughs> that is so a funny. good representation <laughs> right there. Yeah, oh, man. That's nice. Y'all are messed up. Anyway, retweet the show when you see us tweet it out. We appreciate it. We do have a lot of Southern listeners, but we got listeners from Making around the world, out. man. We, Australia. We England. We're like Brian bro, we're like Brian hot dogs with the flavors of the South. I mean, you know, when you're covering Southern wrestling, it kinda comes with the territory, but you know, we worldwide too, man. Don't sell yourself short, Doc. Lots of Southerners, but worldwide as well. Well, we are worldwide. That's of course. true. Yeah, we are. Uh can y'all see my screen? Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah. yeah, no, huh? I do oh, well let me let me ask one thing, Doc. Do you have anything before I start the video version? Any other flips or dives before I start the video version of this? Don't we have anything else to discuss before we have to talk about this? <laughs> Harper, what are your thoughts on the, the site you're looking at right now? <laughs> Sting has to be thinking this is the most awesome thing ever. I'm with fucking RoboCop, and this is, you know, a big fucking deal or... What the fuck am I thinking standing here next to fucking RoboCop? I think he's thinking, I always knew wrestling was stupid, but I'm about to make it cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. RoboCop. I never, no, no, just, just, I've always, he, when you watch <laughs> that shit when you were a kid, like, oh, it's RoboCop. It's like, how the, you ever notice you never saw him arrest somebody? You never saw him put handcuffs on fucking somebody and put him in the back seat of the fucking police car. And, and, and the thing is, he couldn't move. So all you, all you got to do is run. Can't you just spray him with a water bottle and, like, he'd rust up and, like, yeah. get working? Fuck, bro. The so worst part... Stupid. The worst part is... So, before you would have seen the first RoboCop, like you would have been like, okay, let me see what this is about. They're not promoting the first one here. The first one had come out a couple of years earlier. Yeah, They're that was promoting. Like, that was like eighty-seven or something when I came out. Exactly. This is in promotion with the second one, which was even dumber. It had that good song I told y'all about, the Babylon AD song on the soundtrack. Well, unfortunately, movies. People don't watch movies 
for songs. Oh. Don't get me wrong. It helps to have a good I soundtrack. Watch the of course you do. But I don't it, it's it is what it is. So anyway, this is April twenty eighth, nineteen ninety. It's less than an hour of an episode. Some of the commercials are cut out, so we're we only got Yeah, we're already at an A right now on the curve on the grading scale. Um Cornette and Jim Ross opened the show. They remind us that Sting is not retiring, but he will be back at Capital Combat with RoboCop, as we just saw on that opening. JR also reminds us that Abdullah and Bam Bam Bigelow will be wrestling this week. And we are also told the Steiners are defending their NWA World Tag Titles against the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, too. But stay tuned, because that really doesn't happen. Doc, any thoughts before I keep going to the uh, first match? I guess they whoopsied because uh, Shivani was not doing the castor oil again this week. Well, you know, it's WCW in nineteen ninety, so of course there's nothing that's consistent. If uh, if anything is if anything's consistent, it's the inconsistency of everything. All right. Right. So we go to the first match, and again, like I said, it's not the Minnesota Wrecking Crew versus the Steiner brothers. It is actually I think Rick Steiner, or not I think, it is Rick Steiner versus Minnesota Wrecking Crew number one. So whoever the number one guy is. This is from NWA Pro that aired on April the 21st of 1990. They throw it to that. I I can't even begin to explain what's happening here because JR says it's going to be a match for the tag titles, but then we get singles action. Yeah. Doc? Uh, well, Hopper, I'll throw to you first. Any thoughts on the inconsistency here? With we thought we were going to get a world title match, world tag title match, and then we get singles action. You think maybe one of them got hurt or something? Come on, that's that's the logical answer, right? I mean, that's what I would have fucking said. Well, based on the switcheroo that they do in this match, I'm going to say no. But it's just odd. And here's the thing: these teams did wrestle around the loop. A few different times. So I just was kind of wondering why. Why didn't they just grab a tape from one of those other shows? Or they probably didn't tape it. I'm answering my question. Where they could have just aired that. No, we get this where they're in singles action, which makes no sense. And here's the real question. How far into this did you realize? Because like I don't always listen and watch and pay attention to this stuff. So I was like a couple of minutes and I was like, wait, I thought we were doing a tag match here. It hit me right as I went to it because, I mean, I'm sitting there taking notes and I'm like, all right, JR said tag title match, world tag title match. And then I see them as soon as they make the announcement, you know, not 30 seconds later, Rick Steiner versus Minnesota Wrecking Crew member number one. What? Anyway. And um, then you got Ronnie and then you got Jimmy Garvin on color, which doesn't really work for me. He's with it's it's an odd combination. It's him and Lance Russell on commentary kind of weird i mean lance russell's great but it is weird garvin on commentary is just not that good we don't like garvin in this territory right now wait wait go to seven Uh-oh. seven seven forty four harper has time stamps yeah all right i saw this it right. a seminal moment in the show Bro, watch this is this it watch this kid bam oh shit <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie i didn't catch that when i was taking my notes but boy he Caught Rick Steiner in the face. Good in the yeah. Holy crap! Happy because in the, the the clothesline coming up looks looks rough. Yeah, well, I've got the timestamp on that in a minute. So eight forty eight. 
is next. 848? Okay. It's not so, the clothesline. It's a, what was that? So. All right. Well, we're at 830. Look at those uh, zebra he, pants Scotty's wearing outside. Look at that nice power slam. No, that's not yeah. He's got a singlet on. Yeah. That's just the bottom of the singlet, Doc. Who, Scotty? Yeah, on the outside. It's just it's the bottom of a singlet. Oh, I can't see. All right, here's 848. What the hell was that? That's what I said. What? It was almost like Rick Steiner was trying to go for that move that Scott Steiner does where he backflips with the guy as he's holding him. Oh, wow. But he didn't make it. But he yeah. didn't make it, and then it just ended up being basically like a he just fell on Rick Steiner. And then we're going to get one was. hell of a clothesline here in about 25 seconds. Oh, this is the one that Steiner delivers where he just cleans yeah. his clock? Yeah. Yeah. The receipt. Which is hard <laughs> to tell if it's a receipt because it's just his normal clothesline. Yeah, I mean, they always deliver it stiff. Here it comes. Uh, let me see what he does. Because I'm telling you, it's always stiff. He throws a nice one. Oh, man, it looks good. I mean, they take your head off, really. Nah, he it, it was fine. I mean, he didn't. It wasn't yeah. anything malicious. It looks good. It looks yeah, it good though. Good. So the the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, like the one member's wrestling Rick Steiner, right, and the other one's on the outside with Ole. They do that old switcheroo thing that mass teams would do, and you've seen it a million times with mass teams. Yeah, with and, twins um, and shit. Yeah, twin, yeah, stuff like that. So Rick Steiner ends up catching uh, Minnesota Wrecking Crew in a small package even though they were trying to switcheroo, and he ends up pinning him in singles action. And then they put the boots to Rick Steiner after. But again, this wasn't a world tag title match like we were promised. So um, I don't know what to think. And I, I swear, these guys can't be here that much longer. I think we're in like week four with them. I may have said that last week, but they, they are, they're out soon. This might be yeah. the last we see of them. This is my dark I, period, so I never knew this existed. I don't remember them. I think they got drafted and went to Desert Storm or something. <laughs> they just went back to the AWA is what happened. Hey, just go out there and swat down the scuds, brother. <laughs> well, Oli does not change his outfits week in and week out. It's the black shirt with the suspenders. The yeah. Do somebody in outfit. What do you think those suspenders smell like? That's a Hopper question. Ah, cigarettes. And Old Spice. And Old Spice and... I don't know. What do you think Oli drinks, liquor-wise? Gin? Yeah, something like that. <sighs> I, I, doubt, I doubt he's a beer drinker. Or, or was. Have beer we had this, this... Have we talked about gin before on this show? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. How it, it's, it's shit. It's like old man fucking liquor. It is. Why yeah. the piss would anybody want to drink that? All right, Doc, so, any other thoughts hey, on... Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Let's, let's crowdsource this. If you drink gin, message Mike and tell him why and what mixer you put in that thing. Because <laughs> if you drink gin and tonic instead of vodka tonic, you got some real problems with the world. And what brand? And what brand, yeah. Is it? Is it... If this shit's in a plastic bottle, I mean, ugh. I kind of feel like all gin should come in a plastic bottle, though. <laughs> Doc, when you said mixer just now, it made me think of that Guarmatic blender thing that we got to show Hopper one day. That thing. 
the yeah. Czechoslovakian sex toy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So on that note, any other thoughts on Steiner and Wrecking Crew number one right there, Doc? Not really. Yeah. Let's go down to Doom and Teddy Long for a quick promo. Listen to Teddy here. You know, they got some people out there that are saying Doom and Teddy Long can't do this and they can't do that. Well, that might have been true in the past, but right now it's a new day, a new time, and it's the present. And I have proven to the whole professional wrestling world that Doom is the toughest, the meanest, the baddest team in the NWA. Because we've defeated the Road Warriors, you people have seen me run right up and knock that skinhead Paul Ellerin out, so I've got nothing else to prove about the Road Warriors and Paul Ellerin. So right now, you're looking at the number one contenders for the World Tag Team titles, and that's the Soul Brothers Doom. And whatever I have to do, whatever I have to bring, I make a prediction to you people right now that these two big mean monsters, the masters of disasters, the ghetto soul blasters, will be the new World Tag Team Champions. Steiner Brothers, watch out. We're coming, baby. I don't know. Teddy just tickles me. There was nothing spectacular about that, but just the way he looks, he tickles me every week. Doc, what are your thoughts? I am uncomfortable when he calls Paul Ellering a skinhead. <clears throat> that, in 1990, was not a good term whatsoever. Now, there's good skinheads and there's bad skinheads. But in How's 1990... What's a good skinhead? What are you talking there's, about? There's, like, non... In the, in the subculture, oh, there no. are... Um, skinheads who are not racist at all and are are actually completely like accepting of the diversity. Where do you get that information from? That sounds uh, like someone's like racist grandpa. Well, they got the good blacks and the, and right. the bad blacks. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what I hear when I hear that. Well, if you do a little reading on the subject, you'll you'll figure it out. All right, um, so I want y'all to DM uh, Doc Turner. Uh, at twitter.com to tell him your thoughts on his commentary. Don't send it to me. We used to have that punk rock dude out in Seattle. Do we still, does he still listen? What? We had some dude that was out in Seattle that was in some band that used to listen to us. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Yeah. yeah I'm listener. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure he does. He though. would be I mean, able to help answer that as well. Now, um, does Teddy own more than one suit? I don't That's think so. True. Yeah, it's the same suit. Unless uh, you shot a bunch of promos just over and over again and didn't okay. change his suit. Actually, he does. He's got that gray one and he's got that white one. Okay. He also said it's a new day, which I heard that kind of pop, kind of mm -hmm. popped me. It's um, a new day. But, but I mean, he's got a rap. He's got a flow, and so yeah, he didn't say anything there that was like groundbreaking, but it's still entertaining because he's entertaining. Yeah, he's Teddy, man. Teddy's good. No, no complaints about Teddy here. Nah. All right. Well, we get the RoboCop ad again for Capital Combat in uh, Hopper. This is what I was talking about. I mean, they flat out say it here. You know, it's RoboCop Two, which again, RoboCop the I first tell you, RoboCop. How about we fucking? I'm curious how the second one did because I remember it when it hmm. had the little kid that was cussing and and wait what in a second RoboCop like they they had a, a, a little kid that was like a drug lord. 
I've never seen any any RoboCop action, so I don't. I can't. And they. It was where this guy was his big crime lord, and he died, and they put his mind into a computer. Right. And then, and they put the computer into like the big fucking robot body. And he was going around killing people, and and then they and they decommissioned the RoboCop, the original. Like they right. decommissioned him, and then because they had to bring him back. And, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, well, no, Doc, I, I get it. What, what were you asking, Harper? You want to know what how much it did? Well, like budget? I've got yeah. the budget. I've got the budget in the box office, right? Yeah, uh huh. It did good. Can you believe? I don't think so. You Can you believe that somebody, the b- estimated budget on Wikipedia, it's Wikipedia page, and I'm guessing this is 1990 money. Yeah, it's 25 true. to 30 million dollar budget. Okay, but they they had a 25 to 30 million dollar budget, but it only did like 51 million 45. at the box office. 45 at the box office. Okay, by comparison, the budget for the first RoboCop was only. Thirteen point seven, according to Wikipedia, Damn. and the but the box office was fifty three point four. So Shit. they made a the significant amount more. To, did not live up to the expectations. Yeah, the sequel basically did nothing. You know, at the box office. I mean, if you figure thirty million and it says it did, you know, forty five point seven at the box office, it's only you know fifteen point seven more than the budget. I that that. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, was, it, was it was a terrible movie. It was horrible. Oh yeah, it was a bad. I mean, what do you want to say? It was fucking RoboCop too. Stupid, just stupid. Right. It was like twenty dollars show. I, 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 I. It was the twenty fifth highest grossing movie of the year. Damn. That surprises me actually. Yeah, yeah made, but hey, wait, wait. It made a million and a half more more dollars than Young Guns too. Hold on. Oh, what? Hold on. When it says 25th, when they say gross, they're not taking into account the budget. No, that's yeah. the net. Ding dong. That, that's just the net. So I guarantee you, if you went by <laughs> if you went by what it actually made, it would be a lot lower on the sure. ratings. That's called the net, dude. I, I'm just gross. saying, put it in perspective. Stupid movie. God, it was horrible. Oh my God! It was terrible. You know, Harper, I actually didn't. Third one. It was a third about, one. I, I yeah. didn't even see that one. I heard I it was think a third it was one. A straight to video, wasn't it? I, I remember that. So while he's looking it up, I remember I didn't even see the second one when it came out. My roommate in college had the video, and that's when I watched it, and I was like, "This is dumb." I remember it coming on like. Like Channel Twenty Six and shit, like a you know, like the movie Jesus of the week Christ. and all. What? What's Jesus? The Christ? budget for the third one was twenty two million. God <laughs> damn. Okay. Here's was it straight thing. to video? Here's the thing: it made more money than the second one. What the? F- it didn't <laughs> make amazing. more money. It made two more million at the box office, but the profit, like Mike likes to talk about, was twenty five million on the second one. That's. Cr- I don't remember That's, the third one being in a theater. Did WCW promote the third one? That's a joke. I know. I know. No, uh, <laughs> no, and it's they, a joke. Yeah, it's they joke. did. That's when they brought the stormtrooper out. Fred <laughs> Damn. I, the shock master. Fuck, was there a four? No, they made a, uh, uh, no? <laughs> no, no, come on. 
I barely remember a third. Well, while it he's was looking, a TV show in, in two thousand and one. Oh God, I don't remember well, Bron- that. Pillman and Z Man are taking on Paul Break and Terry Bronson's match. It was like these four guys were wrestling in a wrestling school. The crowd was so quiet; it was oh, God. just yeah. silence. Silence. I'm going to have to take you back to 1645 real quick. Watch okay. Paul Drake turn into Lex Luger here. Oh, hold on. Let me go back. Because, yeah, he did. He <laughs> This this match is just the shits. Like, the crowd, there, there is, look at it. Look at look Paul at Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> flat Paul dude Drake is flexing. Be, Paul Drake wants to be a wrestler, dude. And then he turns around. It just that just looks stupid, dude. The, this crowd made no noise. Pillman and Z Man win with ease. They retain their U.S. titles, tag titles. The crowd made no noise though. Just yeah. I, I've got nothing else from it, Doc. Do you have anything else while you're still looking I'm at RoboCop surprised. three? I'm not. I'm surprised okay. that they didn't call Z Man and, and Pillman the American males. Um, it would have given him an actual name because they don't even have a name right now. Yeah, they, just, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Don't, there's no name. Yeah, it's just Z-Man and Pillman. You can't put that on a fucking t-shirt. You have a nope. fucking name. Dude, the crowd never made a sound. So effectively, we took the guy in this match that was in with Rick and Luger and all these guys that the people loved, and we silenced him. Good job. Just wait. Wait till, wait till you see what they do to Z-Man. And then after they do that, they try to tag the two back up for months like it's going to do something and revive the team. And it's the dumbest thing it's one of the dumb, like we've seen a lot of dumb stuff, but it's just another dumb thing that they do. Because then you're so like, let me ask you this. So let me. I was going to bring this up at some point during the show, but this seems like as good a point as any. Mike, you and I have been unfortunately in the in the shoot job for years and years and years, where the Booker man just has a bad idea, and everybody's got to kind of do the fake laugh and like, oh, that's 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 great. That's nice. Good job. I'm a, little, I'm a little bit more insulated from that than you, but yes, I agree. In your previous life, you've you've run into that. Oh God. Yeah, and I feel like they did that with Herd for a long time. That was the second phase. The first phase was you don't know what you're doing, and then they were like, "Well, that won't work." So it's like, "Okay, fuck it, we'll just get paid." Then it, the third phase was I quit. Which we're seeing now. We're seeing the fruits of that phase happen now. But I'm just like, you know, if I'm heard, and look, he doesn't know a thing about the business, but if I'm watching the finished product, how can you not look at this and go, what are we doing? Well, when you it's don't know, not a, it is not an entertaining product that's being put out there. But they got Robocop. Shut up. No, I mean, Hopper's actually making the point. That's exactly what Herd's thinking. Right. Well, we got this great movie. Matter, but we got Robocop. You think fuck a Robocop wears wears ruse? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Well, and I'm pretty sure they're excited because they just had Nintendo as a sponsor there on that pin. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. How does W's how how does they have W how does but how does WCW at this point have Nintendo as a sponsor? I can see WWF doing it, but not. I mean, I expect them to be having like Turbo Graphic 16 for their sponsor. <laughs> Well, and you know something. Oh, go ahead. Go I ahead, expect Hall. WCW to have that little triangle piece of paper folded up that we played football with. <laughs> I was I was thinking about as we talk about some of these commercials. Now, now remember when we you know some of these commercials have kind of been dumb. Ready to look like, at this? Oh shoot, hold on. Some of these commercials, like the ones that don't appear during a segment like this, like this is actually a WCW commercial because. It's played during the finish. So Nintendo is specifically, you know, they're sponsoring WCW. Now, the commercials we see in between commercial break, that's not always a WCW commercial. That's that could be a Turner thing. Right. Like they're just they're just playing that on TBS. So because, I mean, I was thinking back to the whole today's sponge thing. But but Castor Oil, Western Union and Nintendo are not ding dong fly by night companies. Agree. And that's what I was going to say. So those companies, they're legit. Like, you know, they're legit companies and they're sponsoring WCW during this period. So it's just ah. so I can see her. So the point I'm making is and Harper, you know, really brought it in. It's like Hurd's probably going to have these wrestling motherfuckers. Don't know. I got Nintendo. I got Castro. I got Robo, fucking Robocop. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But my grandson <laughs> seems to love it. Fuck. I mean, give me another Jan. God damn. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean that. Sad. I mean, if you're if you're worried about the current product, they're making money. They don't care. I almost said something. Say it. Say it. I almost, I almost said some of the current actual current product, literally that's on TV today, 2021. Some of it makes more sense than this. I thought the same thing before we recorded tonight is I've been watching some current products and I'm like, I mean, the perfect example is that first match we got, it's, you know, tag team titles and it's the first, it's the first time since we started this in five, five years ago that I was like, cause we used to always say, well, it's a B minus, but shit, it's better than anything we see today. Is it? No, I mean you got to start questioning it. You really do, because sometimes it's just like, what the hell are they doing? That I mean, no here's sense. the thing: pretty soon, PN News and Van Hammer will be here to save the day, right? Yeah, Van Hammer. Oh, we've got a we've got a another debut of someone who was in the NWO coming in a few months as well. Oh yeah, Bird rhyme with Oz. It's not that gimmick. It's, it's another gimmick. And when you see it, you're going to be like, huh? I mean, there's, there's, there's some, there's some stuff that I, I, I actually love here. And when Hopper sees something and it just disgusts him, like he That's doesn't like it thing. and it makes him mad. But I actually chuckle when he goes, That's what the, the thing f-? is we're in, we're in a dead period where there's no like surprises and new shit going on. So we're kind of in a stale period where even we don't have any like, new nonsense to react to is the same regurgitated yeah. crap it's speaking sucks, of man psa's uh, Hopper, what, were you, what were you about to say before i play this psa's promo it's like when it, it's like when we 
I we watched Smoky Mountain Wrestling when, when I found out for, for the first time Kevin Sullivan was the fucking the mystery guy. That was so fucking awesome. Uh, when he took the fucking blanket off of fucking Arn Anderson, who in the fuck thought that would have would have happened? Dude, I'll never forget the night I was watching that the first <laughs> time before Mike ever watched it. And my, I popped. It was like, you know, I stayed up. I was like, wife, are you going to bed? I'm going to stay up and watch this. I'm stuck. I'm into this. And he came out from under that, that sheet, and I was like, God, fucking yeah. double A. I mean, hey, how many times did we tell you, Harper, the surprise here is going to pay off? And how many yeah. times did it? Did it? Always. Until it, all, it, it, it always paid off until mm-hmm. after, until that last big show, it always paid off. Yeah. You know, last 15 episodes, 10 episodes, no. And I'm sorry. I want to like Abdul the Butcher being here, but good guy Abdul ain't going to cut it. Yeah, well, that's hold fucking... Go, go ahead, Hopper. You, it's like having Red Skull joining the Avengers. He's a fucking bad guy. <laughs> you can't right. change that image. It would be like taking the newly pelted Drew Brees in 2010 and saying, I mean, I know you're good at, you're great at quarterback. You're, you're an all-time great, but we're going to try you at free safety this week. Right. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Cause you tell I, me. Drew Brees went to Stan Lane's pelt installer. I thought he went to LeBron James's. No, he went to I Bree- thought he went he- to Mari's from fucking Goodfellas. <laughs> Good one. Bruh, he's got he a jumps freaking... In the, jumps in the pool with his wig on. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a fresh pelt on his head, man. It looks regular. It Dude, looks fake. if I was him... I would just come out and say, yeah, you know, I had some work done up there and leave it at that and just kind of laugh it off. All right, let's keep moving. Michael Hayes and Jim Cornette. Let's hear what Hayes has to say. I've been joined by one half of the world's greatest rock and roll band, the fabulous Freebirds, none other than Michael P.S. Hayes himself. You hear the ovation from the crowd. They love the Freebirds. You are proving to the world of wrestling that you can't come to the ring playing rock and roll music because you guys originated that. The Rock and Roll Express stole it. But more importantly, what you guys did a couple of weeks ago in that two out of three fall match, you whipped the daylights out of the rock and roll, and I loved it. (laughs) Well, first of all, I'd like to make sure, did your mother get the front row tickets for the concert in Munich? Yes, she did. Thank you very much. I wanted to thank you personally about that, and also the autographed album. (laughs) No problem. If you wonder where Jimmy Jam is right now... We've got such a mega tour that is being unveiled in Europe, European utopia, that he's taking care of meeting public officials. Now, getting back to what you were talking, just keep it down, fans, keep it down. No respect. What you were talking about, the Rock and Roll Express. Told you when this thing started, just like your old man told you a long time ago. We brought it in, we can take it out. But I know every parent at home understands that no matter how much you love your child and how good a kid it is, sometimes there comes necessary means (laughs) to whoop them. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I want you to know deep from the bottom of our heart that it hurt us a lot more than it hurt you. (laughs) 
Michael BSA's Rock and Roll Lookout because the Freebirds are coming and we'll focus on the World Heavyweight title situation when we come back. I think they deserved it. <laughs> they did. I love how Hayes tells people to be quiet and there's literally no sound back there. I think he did that to get them to react. I, Yeah, because they then reacted. That's a good point. Yeah. I remember Doc, this commercial. I do too. Doc, uh, any thoughts on Hayes there? What? Why was Mama Cornette in Munich, Germany? Because, uh... Everything was airtight, brother. Maybe she was yes. going to... I don't know. The only thing I know about uh, Munich was the Olympics when the terrorists and uh, kidnapped or whatever held the hostages. Right. Right. In like the 70s. <laughs> in 72? Yeah, something like the that. Israelis in the Israelis? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, what? I know what you're talking about. No, you don't. Dumb. Jesus Christ. Remember, remember when whipping some kids was just like the thing to do? Whipping some kids? Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? Hayes was talking about sometimes you got to, all you parents know you got to oh. just whip your kids. It's like, you can't oh. do that anymore. That's why no, they're crazy. Pulling on fucking door handles at fucking two in the morning. What? Oh. That's why they're outside pulling all y'all's cars door handles at fucking oh. two in the morning. Gotcha. Were you a big gotcha. spanker, Mike? I, I'm I'm all for that. Uh, the Mrs., that's another story. Mm. Yeah. If that well, tells you, you, you would whip them, but you're afraid she would whip you in the process. No. I'm not going to oh. say that. But I'm not going to tell you what really happened because I'm on an open channel and I don't want nobody <laughs> knocking on my damn door. Uh, you got a problem with that because, you know, you're, you're you're not known. Nobody knows how to find you. I can be found. Yeah. So that's my she answer. Hit me first. So the point is, is that that's not as kosher as it once was. You no, it's beat, not. To just beat a kid's ass. My mom used to chase me around. Uh, uh, with a shoe and my grandma brought she used to go and she was like go get a switch and I had to go in the backyard and, and fucking get a fucking branch do I get less hits if I get one because otherwise yeah. you can go get it you old bat <laughs> I used to my mom used to have like a collection of the Mardi Gras spears Hopper you know yeah, what I'm the, talking about the cane that, like, spears shitty, like bamboo wooden Whatever, yeah. That was her beater. Are of you saying choice. that you used to get whipped with a like a the equivalent of a Singapore cane? Pretty much, <laughs> dude. I can remember that thing used to sit like where the trash can was, and she would like just lean it up in the corner right there. And man, when I knew that thing came out, it was like a, it was like she un just pulled out a sword. Ooh, woo! I mean, man, I used to have whelps on me. Maybe but you should that, stop misbehaving. Yeah. When, yeah, when, Adrian, when Adrian Peterson got in trouble for, you know, tearing his kid up, I was like, dude, I thought about it. I was like, my mom would have been in jail if this, <laughs> this would have happened yeah. nowadays. 
wait, what movie was that that just fucking played? I don't know. Can I say one more thing about uh, Michael Hayes real quick? Yeah. So he says Jimmy Garvin is in Europe, except he was just commentating, and that wasn't taped that long before this. So everything was airtight, brother. What's your Garvin, point? Just saying, everything was airtight. Here it is. Here's literally, this, is, this episode is the severe metaphor of throwing a tennis shoe down a hall. <laughs> okay. The name in of that movie of, in is terms called, of air tightness. Oh boy, there's nothing tight about it. Uh, the name of this movie, Hopper, is Flatbed Annie and Sweetie Pie. I don't remember this shit at all. I just it, it came out in '79. It's got the uh, the woman that was the receptionist in a Ghostbusters. She played Flatbed Annie. Annie Potts, dude, she's still hot at seventy. Dude, I've always like she was always like my little crush. I've always thought she was, you know, amazing. Now this movie is so bad, it does not even appear to have its own Wikipedia entry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's going on at ten fifty p.m. Central Time tonight. Uh, Oh boy. So after we get that movie clip, they then go to a replay clip of Luger and Hor- the Horseman, the brawl that we saw from a couple weeks ago. Jim Ross and Cornette throw it to that. Um, I think JR spins it as how evil the Horsemen are. And Corny speaks of the Horsemen in a diplomatic fashion, like they're very intelligent and whatnot. That's all I got from the replay. I know Doc really doesn't like to cover replays. Now, we then, after that, go to a Ric Flair promo. And I know we've said Flair's had some promos that were just, eh. This was nothing. Or was it just me, Doc? I came up with something here. And everybody's going to say that I got this from Conrad this past week. Because Conrad was talking about this with Miss Elizabeth in the 90s. I've decided as much as we love, and I mean, we do love woman. Rick does not need one woman with him because it takes away from the. I'm out there styling and profiling and slaying all the everybody down at the Marriott, leaving a trail of bodies. But he has the woman. So. Yeah. And I mean, just because he's got woman doesn't mean he's monogamous. I mean. Yeah. Well. And I mean, he did have baby doll at his side for a time period, too. The problem yes. ain't the woman next to him. The problem is, listen to how nothing promo this is. I have slapped you in the face. I have scratched your eyes out. Don't think for one minute I won't go one step further just to hurt you. Oh, do you ever wake up in the morning, Luger, wondering why you're in pursuit? Of Ric Flair, you got to understand by now, firsthand, that I'm the greatest wrestler in the world today of all time. And this is creature on the face of this earth. She is woman. Together, we dominate it all, pal. We run professional wrestling. We are, woo, what's happening? 
You understand that? So, Luger, when you get your brains stumped through a wrestling match, don't ask somebody why. Learn to expect it. We're Ric Flair. We're the horsemen. We're women. We are a wrestling empire unto ourselves. We dictate policy. So, big man, uh, whether you like it, Luger, woo, or you don't like it, learn to love it, cherish it, and worship it. <laughs> because it's the best thing going today. Mwah. Woo! It ain't horrible, but he's just not really saying much. Yes, the same old kind of, you know. It's Doc, you got anything? Maybe Jim Hurd is starting to chip away at his confidence. Where's Double A? He's Boy, hurt. When... Is he hurt? No, he's not hurt. He was out there um, the week before last when he was putting the boots to Luger. He ain't hurt. So we just don't need him on the show. That's what you're saying. I, bro, I, I, I can't tell you that. I, I don't know. I, I'm about to Google something here. Because I'm just curious about these results, to be honest with you, re- within this time period we're in. And I want to see, like, where he's at, you know, in April Well, and this frame. is the perfect metaphor on the, on the video version. Why would we listen to Lex Luger? There's not a chance in hell he's going to win the title because Sting is get, bringing RoboCop to Capital Combat. Yeah. Luger's done. Um... So, what, our, Luger's gonna Luger's gonna win the title. And it's gonna be Luger and Sting. Get out of here! I wouldn't say I w- I didn't think Luger would win it, but I will say this: Luger did say one thing in that promo. He told Rick, "Your sphere of dominance is over," which I actually kind of got a kick out of that. Uh, I thought that was a, a nice little line from him. Nothing mm-hmm. to write home about, but I thought it was a nice little line. Okay, so you asked about Arn, Doc. According to these results I'm looking at, Arn wrestled April 5th of 1990, and it was a tag match. It was he and Ole uh, versus the Steiner brothers, okay? And then Arn is not showing again wrestling until April 19th, where once again, he and Ole wrestled the Steiner brothers. Oh, actually, actually, it was, looks like an eight-man tag. The Road Warriors, Steiners, defeated Doom, Arn, and Ole. That's a hell of a combination. God. So that was on April 19th. Uh, once again, April 20th, Arn and Ole versus the Steiners. He's not really wrestling on a lot of these cards that I'm, that I'm showing. Like, he's getting... It seems like he's just not doing a lot. I mean, he's not getting every day off, but, like, there's multiple days off in between many of his shows so for what it's worth i just wanted to bring it up uh according to next week it looks like he'll be back on on will he be back on saturday actually i don't know that looks like he's back on worldwide so we'll have to see yeah i don't know why the hell are we not getting arn anderson promos here you're right he's a he is the current tv champion i, I just so everybody knows so curious i'm just saying now they do have multiple other television shows but i would think saturday night's your main show why are we not seeing the TV champion here? I don't like that. 
That's the number one thing. Now, Doc, I do need to play this next promo because we're going to go to Sting. And Sting is about to piss you off. And I want to do this so you will give out a reverse Rolex. Let's go to JR and Cornette. Um, uh, yeah, Jim Ross and Cornette. They're going to throw it to Sting. All of the horsemen, the triple-teaming Lex Luger. Now, Sting is involved in this situation as well because on May 19th, he will be the object of the horsemen. They've said that, but he'll have Robocop at his side as well. well you know, Sting doesn't have to be the object of the horsemen. All he has to do is keep his little rear end at home where he belongs instead of coming and sticking his nose in. he got to keep that big freak at home, and Lex Luger ought to stay home too, and then nobody would have to be hurt by the horsemen. Okay, Sting, as we approach May 19th at Capital Combat, a lot of rumors from all the fans all around the world about your retirement. Did you ever really seriously consider retiring? The only thing I ever seriously considered was I hate the word retirement. I don't know who ever started that rumor. Let me just take the microphone out of Tony Schiavone's hand and hog up this entire camera and this entire studio if I have to, because we're talking serious stuff here. The one thing that did turn me around whenever I did get a little bit low and say, maybe I should think twice about coming back and getting face-to-face -face with the nature boy himself. I looked at 30, maybe 40,000 letters that I got from people all over the world, not just the United States. I still can't believe how many letters I got, and it's serious stuff. The thing that really made me want to come back and get you more than ever, though, Ricky Baby, is the fact that you got in the fan's face, Stinger fan's face, little kids with painted faces and flat-top haircuts, medium-sized stingers with the same haircut and the same faint paint face i can't even talk right now you got me so perturbed even the big stingers so yeah when you started getting in their face i started getting real serious about it so capital combat rick guess what i'm gonna be there full fledged with goosebumps veins sticking out my spikes sticking out just right and guess what else robocop by my side we're gonna police the area and it's going to be <laughs> oh, serious, Rick. Watch out, Pally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Everett Star, that sting scream was for you, pal. Doc, what are your thoughts on your favorite NWA world champion of all time? Future NWA world champion sting. So here's he's going to get his revenge on the guy that almost put him out of the business, and that's the promo. That's terrible. Sting. He he doesn't he doesn't Sting doesn't believe this. He's playing a part, and he may grow into it a little bit over the years. But you can't create a personal issue with the guy who's who's just playing a part. He said he was perturbed. In the promo. I'd like to stick my big stinger in this episode. Yeah. He's half man, half robot, all cop. Robocop. This is amazing. <laughs> Everything was airtight, brother. So here's the thing. I am have and am continuing to willing be willing to admit. That, here he is right here. That Luger did not deserve the harsh treatment I gave him when he came in, and that he's better than I remember. Sting's worse. He's not worse. It's the it, he he's just it's the promos. Because when he's in the ring with Flair and guys that have a lot of experience. His matches aren't bad. You can't. You cannot sit there and say his matches are bad. 
He doesn't but have bad entered, But we've entered the TV age where you got to be able to do both. That's not true. Bobby Eaton still ain't cutting promos. Don't you can't yeah. say Bobby, that. Bobby Eaton's not at the top of the card either. You don't know. That's not true. And he's you got a manager. Thank you. Well, no, I agree. You got to have a mouthpiece if you can't talk. I do agree there. But Sting is it's it's not that. He just he just needs not cut promos. He gets better a little bit. No, he doesn't. No, he, but he doesn't never... because I, I I was listening to the last uh, one of Conrad's little pods that he steals. Well, you from just us, keep but... plugging keep plugging his shows tonight, well, huh? I think I figure as much as he steals from us and as much as we plug him, eventually we'll be on the network. <laughs> I don't want to be on that network. What are you talking about? I want to get paid, bro. Yeah. Because yeah, I you... do own or rent my house. <laughs> he does. I mean, of course you do. <laughs> okay, continue, Doc. You were listening to uh, to Connie. It was the last promo that Sting cut as Surfer Sting in, like, what, 96? And he just starts with the howl, just like he does here. And it, 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 There's no maturity or growth in the promos. From in the surfer sting character, from what you just saw to his very last one and, and the role, so it's awful, it's terrible, it's not good. He's 62 years old, painting his face up now in the ring. It's not personal, he seems like a good guy, but as a wrestler, it just doesn't work and it never has. What an asshole! Wow, come on, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't totally agree there. I think eventually he gets over, and I mean, he ain't Ric Flair as world champion, but he, he eventually gets over. That's my thoughts. Okay, he can't so cut a promo. He he's not. He's not Rick, a good promo. Is guy. he closer to Ric Flair as world champion or David Arquette? That's that's <laughs> that's, not, that's nice. dumb. I mean, that's not. They're not. David Arquette should not have ever been an, a world champion. I mean, that's just come on. You think Harley would have laid down for the one, two, three for Sting? I do. If they paid him. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who do a lot of things for some money, man. Yeah. I mean, he was King Harley Race. I, I, I really think you just I think you just got it out for Sting, man. I do. He's dead. Yeah. You said you said reverse Rolex because you know it was all. Was that good? Oh, was that the good? promo was terrible. Right. That's why I was laughing. He gets a fossil. <laughs> yeah. He gets, gets a Casio a... from from. Uh, he gets he gets a sundial. <laughs> well, uh, if you if you want to see more absurdity this week, after a series of commercials after Sting, we go to Bam Bam Bigelow, who's followed by Norman, Mike Rotunda, and Abdullah. For a promo, I'm, I'm not watching this. Well, here it is. Today is going to be the hottest it's ever been for Abdullah the Butcher, the man of flame and fire, Bam Bam Bigelow, set to take him on right here today. You know they asked me, "Are you crazy, Humperdinck, putting Bam Bam and Abdullah together on TV?" We ain't crazy. We know exactly what we're doing, and we're going to show the world who the toughest man is. Well, you know, Boogeyman, it's about time we showed you who's scared of who, and the beast from the east is going to make you. Disappear. <laughs> no more Boogeyman after this. Yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow, the time has finally oh come for God. you to find out what the Boogeyman is really about. Uh. And Norman, we're going to be right at ringside uh. to make sure that Slaughterhouse and that stinking Sullivan don't pull anything. What do you think about you that, You know Norman? something? You can't trust any of those 
Any of those guys, Captain Mike? That little rat Kevin Sullivan and that big tattoo-headed Bigelow? Kawabunga to all of you guys! Kawabunga. Jesus Christ. How does Norman have a t-shirt? I think that's a one-off thing. I don't think they're selling that. <laughs> kind of like when your dad had men's shirts and misspelled your name. Well, actually, we sold those. They sold out. He made off with money. <laughs> Claimed he was going to make another batch and spell it right the next time. <laughs> did Did I send you the the picture from like a it, it, you know one of those those old toy sites I follow on Facebook? Someone shared from like a J.C. Penney's catalog, like the Ninja Turtle shit, and it was that mask with the little playset. No. Oh no. <laughs> send it. Oh. Send it. You know, here's the thing. I would pay a hundred bucks right now if I could go back in the boogie mobile and have Abdullah stick Norman in the throat with a fork. Oh yeah. That's nice. <laughs> and then have Rotunda pick up Norman's fat ass, airplane spin him, and then have Abdullah drop the big elbow and penning at the at the interview site. This is this right here, this screenshot that you are foisting upon us screams seven letters. Jim Hurd. This is what he this is what he thinks wrestling is. I didn't get to mention this last week because I think this is around the time when Harper made the run in and we started talking about all kind of other stuff. His, his tour of South Texas and everything he had done, which was great, great audio compared to what we were reviewing on the show. Norman last week had not only the the Ninja Turtle mask and nose on, but he also had the shower cap on last week. I didn't mention it, though, but to give everybody a visual. Uh, and again, you can see this on the Patreon video at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Norman has his Norman t-shirt on like Doc said. He's got a bear around his neck. He's got the Ninja Turtle mask and nose on. And he's got a shower cap or what I think is a shower cap on his head. As he said, Kawabunga at the end of that. Yeah, why has he got a shower head? I don't know, man. Did, I don't know. Did, there's no answers for this shit. I mean, no. let's be real. It's this is this is garbage. That's probably a fucking shower hat uh, they got from the fucking hotel room. I knew okay. you were gonna say that, and absolutely, that's what it is. Why not? Why not? We we're doing nothing. <laughs> we're doing everything else stupid here. Let's just put a shower cap on and, from the and, hotel, and just so that everybody understands that I'm not completely crazy. This is fifteen times worse than what I just saw from Sting, dude. This is this is, at I can't. It's be it's beyond being at its own level. Nothing about that makes sense. <laughs> nothing. 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 Zero. None of it. But now you wouldn't even do this on the fucking Indies. This is this is mud show, dude. This is beyond mud show. That's Mike Rotunda, right? And that's Abdullah the fucking butcher. That guy, that guy's previous gimmick was being the captain 
of a varsity wrestling crew. Which there was, I guess, a little comedy in it with Rick Steiner, but they were serious. Mm-hmm. Steiner wasn't really comedic. He just was kind of a special fellow or he was playing yeah. special, right? So it's different when you think about that. Like when you say, oh, well, you know, they did. Com-. No, no, no. They were serious. Now, the one of the worst parts about this is Bigelow just came in mm-hmm. to promotion again. And, and why are we giving this away on his first night in? Because we're giving it away because we're not going to do nothing. Remember, last week they built up to say Bigelow is going to take on Abdullah. Well, the boogeyman, I don't know if he's the butcher here, but Bigelow versus Abdullah. Well, the match starts Bigelow so versus let me ask Abdullah. You a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Who's the heel? Well, not only that, I don't know who the heel's supposed to be, but the match starts. Bigelow doesn't wait for the intros to wrap up. He goes straight after Abdullah and attacks him. They really don't wrestle for long. I mean, it's Mm-mm. pretty damn quick. And out of nowhere, Cactus and Kevin Sullivan run into the ring. Okay, I'm fine because, like you said, Doc, why give this away on free TV? It makes, yeah, you're right. Why are we giving this away? Let's do this some other kind of way. Let's uh, make the people pay to come see it at the house shows, whatever. But it doesn't even go five minutes before we get the attack from Sullivan and Cactus. And then from that, we get Norman and Rotunda coming in to make the save. And the worst part about this, this is Abdul the Butcher and Bam Bam Bigelow. It ends up being a double DQ. The crowd is silent. They, this whole crowd is like they're, they're somed up and they're pilled up. I like but both again, these guys, but this is awful. I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, it, I, I, this is just terrible. This is so bad. <laughs> it's just like that fucking UWF type shit. Yep, the, and and Rotunda's out there in his nautical green nautical jacket in his zubass. Yeah, with the zubass, because all 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 sailors, you know, have zubass on. Right, Captain Mike and crew. He looks like some guy that like brought his kid to the show. Like, oh yeah, well, well I guess we'll get the cheap sh- uh, seats. They're only five bucks up top. Look at the fans. They're standing up, but they look, do they look like they're going crazy or anything or booing or cheering? They're just kind of sitting there. Look at them. Well, the three re- baby faces here ought to be heels, and the three heels ought to be heels. I don't There's nobody here that's sympathetic. But wait till RoboCop shows up, though. He'll fix it. He'll police the area. Yeah, right. dead, or, dead or alive, you're coming with me. So this thing ends up in a double DQ from there. All right, Mike, I got to get off this call soon. So let's hurry this shit up. <laughs> we, from there, we get a double DQ. We get some commercials. The story of Seabiscuit is going to be on tomorrow on TBS. I caught oh, that in, in the commercials. Yeah, the story of Seabiscuit. It's in the commercials. See, here, Seabiscuit. That's going to be on TBS tomorrow on Sunday. It's the old Seabiscuit movie. Well, uh, I didn't know there was a first one. Yeah, 6 p.m. Central tomorrow. Uh, make sure you set Man, your... TBS, TBS looks like the whole network look, looks like it's being run by Jim Hurd. <laughs> Bro, who would want to watch this shit? <laughs> because I remember TBS, like, okay, they, they showed those old, like, Chuck Norris, you know, missing in action. Or some and, Charles Bronson, maybe. Right. All those, all those stupid, like, ninja movies. I don't remember the fucking Seabiscuit movie from fucking... Like World War Two, or the Flatbed Freddy, uh, 
Where maybe, the fuck maybe Herd you? got maybe Herd got a meeting with Ted. It was like, hey, look, Jesus, I ran Christ. a hot show in St. Louis, and I can sell some pies. Let me run your network. Hey, cable, just to, to sit through that shit. I've got no answer for you, Hopper. Nope, nope. Well, look, I can't. I, I don't give a shit about the rest of this. I want to get to the ratings. I want to just put, but I want to, <laughs> the ratings part metaphorically would be like the three of us are about to wrestle and a, and a Mark jumps in the ring. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we'll keep going so they can wrap this thing up. They throw us to a clip of the Midnight Express versus Z Man and Pillman from the NWA Power Hour. I forget the date on this. The crowd, they were actually into this. We get a hot tag to Pillman as we uh, see the last couple minutes of this match. Pillman is on a roll, but Corny throws his racket to Stan. Stan is going to end up hitting Pillman as Pillman comes off the top rope. The ref's back was turned. Stan then goes for the pin as the ref turns back around. And the Midnight win, what I guess was a non-title match because we're never really told uh, if it was title or not for the U.S. title. Anyway, um, you know, this was actually probably the most realistic or exciting thing you could have seen in the show. I guess. But, but it was a clip from another episode as I say that. And there's the stand with the hit. You can tell he misses Pillman. But anyway, um, Harper, you got any thoughts on this? No. It's, again, I don't either because it's non-title. Well, they don't even tell us that, and we don't even see much of it. So then from there, the way we close out this show is we're going to go to a match between – the Midnight Express versus the Rockin' Rebel. Yeah. And Rick Ryder. And the Midnight Express are going to win. And the crowd, they made a little bit more noise, but not really. And that's how this particular show ended. So I could tell Doc's in a pissy mood. So um, let's go to the ratings and the Rolex before we do it. I want to remind everyone, please consider becoming a patron. We're slogging through this stuff for your pleasure. So you can become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Look, we've got Capital Combat coming. There's also a clash coming up in the next month. So we got two, uh, we got a pay-per-view and a clash coming up that'll be there. Plus all the other stuff on the Patreon feed, like the World Class shows, are available as well, along with ECW and the NWA Power shows. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Okay, Doc, you uh, you want to get your stuff in. So uh, rating, uh, you want a Rolex or rating first? I got a feeling nobody's getting a Rolex from you, but what do you want? Okay, did he disappear? I know I didn't lose him just like that. That's right. All right. He's probably All right. beating his kid. <laughs> he might be. Um, yeah, he looks like he's on mute. Somebody must have walked in the room. Uh, I'm uh, there. Okay, there he is. Okay, what do you want to rate it? Oh, we're rating this thing? Or Rolex, whatever. I mean, it's the end. I, I just covered the end of it. Okay. Um... I feel like I'm factoring in the 50-minute length and being generous when I say D plus. Oh, wow. Mm, okay. I won't, I won't go that glow, but I'll yeah. be close. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go C minus. Yeah. C. <laughs> Harper, what are you going? I'll give it a C. If it was good, it would have had an A because it wasn't even a fucking hour. And that's when you know <laughs> it's that bad. But it's an hour-long show, and it gets rated that fucking low. 
All right, so then we need to hand out the Rolex before we do so. Reminder, please use the Amazon Associates link. That's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. The show gets a little bit of kickback in return when you use that link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. Put the link in the browser for them. tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Doc, are you giving a Rolex out? Man, I feel like thing. once again, I feel like we deserve the Rolex. Yeah. Um, I also considered uh, the ten seconds of Tony Schiavone's return to the screen before Sting ripped the mic out of his hand. <sighs> I guess Rick Steiner's in the running for having a stiff match. Um. I guess I'm going to go with Teddy because Rick wasn't good. I mean, I'm going to call it. Rick wasn't good in that one. I guess I'm going with Teddy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who to give it to. I don't know how you two can give it C's when you there's not a Rolex and it's not because there's just nobody that did anything worth a shit. What did we make fun of the most on this show that got a, made us actually enjoy talking about thing robocop i'm giving it to the the astros i'm giving (laughs) yeah albert buried the astros fans i'm giving it to god i don't i I, i'm not giving out a rolex there's no no one deserves a rolex nice i'm not doing it i'm taking mine back from teddy and a couple of teeth i'll give it mine to fucking nintendo Mm. They, need something, they need something in return for wasting their money <laughs> advertising on this horse shit. I wanna You know what's funny may, is <laughs> WWF they may have had No, because I would say they would have Sega Genesis, but they were still making uh WWF Nintendo games at this point. I don't know what the I, look. This was not good. And everybody involved with this needs to take a long look in the mirror. <laughs> and on that note, you're out of here, right? Because you got to run. Well, yeah. here's the thing. This is one of those that were in youth sports. If this was a game and this was our effort, we might need to stay and run after the game. Oh, no. <laughs> and and you have been getting bitched at by uh, parents. You can't teach you. You can't pay the Johnny like that. Not on my new scene where I'm not having to coach anymore on the in the select world. The coaches, the parents would be out there like, you know, turn to the coaches going, y'all need to make these kids run. They suck. It's flip, wow. dude. Good. That's what I'm talking about. Good. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take off. You guys have a blessed evening. Uh, I did not enjoy this episode, but I enjoyed the fellowship and company with my two bestest buddies. Amen. Catch you later. Me and Harper are going to take care of some business for him. Bring it on home. All right. So on that note, again, uh, Harper had fallen behind on his video service, his shout outs, his relationship advice, all that good stuff because of the hurricane. He was behind on a lot of them. I think he's starting to get caught up. I yeah. I don't think I gotta he got get the fucking up. impossible whopper. I yeah, so that, and, and well, I went to 
a local Burger King Tuesday, and they don't have. I mean, they, you know, because of the storm, they have like you know uh, a limited Limit. menu. So yeah, I couldn't get one. I was gonna say that. So Harper had to evacuate. He was gone. I know he's still got to do that one with the Impossible Whopper. As soon as the Burger Kings in his area have them available, and there are there really are down in New Orleans, Metairie right now. There are lots of limited items on menus due to just getting things to the area. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't need an Impossible Whopper, but you do need water and actual other rations uh, for people who didn't have electricity for a few weeks. So uh, I know you're going to get that one done. So And I know you fell behind a little bit on those. So, uh, But if you want your own Harper video, remember, you got to email him to... Uh, Chris Harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. That's Chris Harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. And then you can PayPal him 20 bucks to CC 303-88CC at yahoo.com. And um, hey, you can actually pay him more than that if you'd like, but uh, especially if you want props <laughs> done uh, on your video. <laughs> and I got to be careful when I say props. But if you, yeah. if, if you're, if you want an impossible whopper type scenario, you're going to have to, yeah, throw him a little bit more money. That way he can go get the Impossible Whopper. But, yeah, PayPal him 20 bucks or more to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Uh, yeah, so that, I think that's almost everything I got. Uh, oh, also check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. Also check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They handle our show our ECW show on our Patreon feed. So check the, check out their free show, The Bottom Line Cast. Harper, anything else before we get out of here? This was a slog to get through. No, let's roll. Yeah, man, this was a this was one of the roughest ones, I, I do say. I know I gave it a C- minus or whatever I gave it, but this was a rough one. All right, Harper, you ain't got nothing else, man. Hit the tagline because I hear my wife out there screaming for me. I don't know if one of the kids or one of the dogs is doing something, but she's screaming bloody murder if you can't hear her. So hit that tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch.